This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 381. I am Jessica Kufferman. With me is always my bestest friend in the whole world, Elise Escobar. What? Don't you even? Okay, I deserve that from the last. You did. You probably I thought did. I, I forgot, messed up your you? name last time. I did. I did. Please refer back to episode 380 for the inside joke. Yeah. Apparently, she said what a great friend I was and then called me Jennifer. Because <laughs> that was the, I know. That was the guest. That was but, amazing. Um, oh, we're happy to see you. Check it out. Thank you so much. Thank you right so much. Right now, we're doing a, we were in the midst of a quiz for Elsie and old radio. Because every time we record, she says, say hello, Jessica. And I say, hello, Jessica. But there was a very famous duo that used to do that on their radio show in like, you know, the first, like the first radio show. So I'm guessing by your sarcastic comment, like, where was I when I was a kid, that you did not, in fact, listen to old radio shows like whatever there was, Paul Harvey or... I have zero idea who that is. Yeah, I was in El Salvador. I was until I was nine. And then after I that I came to this country, I didn't speak... Yes, I didn't speak English. I mean, I spoke some English, but not to the point where I'm going to be listening to talk radio. So we lived about an hour from my grandparents. And every Sunday morning, we would go 40 minutes down the road to have brunch with my one grandmother. And then we would stay there and then go have dinner with my other grandmother and then drive 40 minutes home. And on the 40 minutes home, my father would play talk radio, normally Paul Harvey. But the famous couple that said that did that trick was George and Gracie, George Burns and Gracie Allen. Oh, that's right. And he would go, say hello gracie and she would go hello hello gracie oh i know they were so cute i miss paul harvey too paul harvey good day okay anyway today we have a bunch of things to discuss since we already went down one tangent what's next on the list thanksgiving no you wanted to talk about something at the beginning here oh the first tangent is that my son's home today from school because i just couldn't make him go he said he was sick, but he's not. I know he's not. Listen, I did everything other than yell and scream at him because, first of all, I just don't have it in me to yell and scream before school. It just creates a terrible school day. And it means he'll go there and feel like a piece of shit and then misbehave all day because he feels bad about himself. So nobody needs that. I could just tell he didn't want to go. He said he had a headache. He said he was nauseous. He's clearly fine. I tried bribing him. I tried telling him what a great time he was going to have and what a great job he's doing how smart he is. I tried the Jewish guilt thing where I was just like, all the other kids have to go to school and you don't have to go. And how would you feel if your friends were staying home and you had to go? And then I like tried looking him dead in his face and said like, you know, are you doing the right thing? Is this what a good person would do? Nothing worked. He's still here. I'm either going to get arrested for truancy because I'm keeping my kid out of school or... He's going to have to repeat or I don't even know. I don't even know. It's November. I don't think the kid has had a full week of school yet. 
I mean, for various reasons. Most of those reasons are for Jewish holidays. But uh, if anyone has some ideas as to how I can get this kid to school, he's eight. He's in second grade. He is very smart. I doubt he's falling behind, but also he doesn't belong here. <laughs> so like he belongs in school and it's private school. So I'm freaking paying for it. So, you know, I'd like him to go. He's just going through stuff. Because this weekend he did some stuff where he keeps, he's in a phase right now where he saves everything. At first it was because of the iPod. I think I told you about that where like we, he cracked an iPod and we went and replaced it. And then he had like a memorial service for the old one because it was his friend. Now everything is his friend and he's saving like food trash and like sticks from the playground. (laughs) And like, I don't even know what to do with him. He was sleeping in the bed by himself. He's regressed there, too, where, like, he comes in at, like, 11, like, is it time for me to come in yet? Like, he's having, like, separation anxiety, and I don't know. I think he's cracking. I think he's, like, I don't know if he's having a nervous breakdown, but, like, I've never seen a kid crack, but if if I were, it would be this, what I'm watching right now. I do not have any advice for you. Great. Thank you for playing. Sorry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have, yeah, I do not know what to say to you because... Uh, yeah. It's very frustrating. I don't know. Yeah. Today's nail polish color is Kiss My Asteroid by Mooncat. I've done a terrible job, as you can see, but that's typical. But um, there you... <laughs> that's typical. It'll come off in the shower. Anyway. Nice. All right. So send your feedback to yeah. how to get my kid to school to feedback as she podcast. Yes, please. Help Jess with her child. I know there's teachers that listen, and I don't want any advice about screaming and yelling or beating him. I could tie him to the car, but that seems wrong. I do not think that anybody is going to tell you to beat your child. You'd be surprised. Uh, Yeah, no. Um, But moving on, though, there is some... We got some stuff to talk about. Number one thing that we've been requested actually to talk about is the fact that Twitter is kind of it's slowly imploding or something, or at least that's what it seems like from the outside looking in. I have a question for you, though. In all reality, uh-huh. is it really imploding or is it just a phase, like a temporary phase? Well, I don't know because... I think that the impact that this is having at this time is unlike anything else that I have observed in all of my years being on social. And like I started being on Twitter in April 2007. Yeah. And um, so (laughs) I've been around for a while looking at this stuff. I've been part of lots of social media platforms that are now defunct. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot that I've, but I haven't seen the scope of the impact that it's having on everyone versus all the geeky people, right? Because a lot of the time... Isn't that what matters? A lot of... Uh, hey, there's Patrick Keller. He just missed your... Finally. ...shout out. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is a whole other thing. And there are many things that are concerning to me. I think that for everyday human beings, it's probably not going to affect them as much. The everyday sort of... I use Twitter once in a while type of a human, right? I don't think it's going to affect those people. First of all, who is that? I think you either use it or you don't. I don't know any casual users of Twitter. You're not wrong. Not the same as Instagram and Facebook where you can just pop in and out. 
But I do have to say this: that I do believe that there is a lot of there are a lot of people who it's not necessarily a ca- well maybe it's not even a casual user. It's sort of like I think that there is a vast majority of Twitter users now, like as in Twitter people who have an account that have started an account because that's what you do. You have to have a Twitter account, or they think they do, or I want to test it out, or I kind of want to go in there, but they don't really go in there. Yeah. So about you know, there's a lot of people that do that. But I think that the biggest impact is going to be on larger companies that do a lot of their communication on Twitter, news organizations or art, like people who are thought leaders that are sharing information, because that's what a lot of people go to Twitter for to get their news. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, organizational purposes like the power of black Twitter and what black Twitter has meant to the black community is almost unparalleled in almost any other social media space. So I think that in those places, it is going to be really impactful. But again, what I've been seeing, because I've had to be on Twitter for so long, like in the past two months, one of the directives for my day job for Libsyn is that there's a lot of push towards Twitter, right? So I've been on Twitter all day, almost every day. Even when she podcasts, like our social media team has directed us to Twitter too, because we've been getting the most engagement there in recent months, not weeks, not since Elon took over, but you know, months, like over the right. summer, et cetera. I mean, yeah, clearly it's going to have an impact on heavy users. But I guess what I'd like to know, okay, first of all, let's discuss like, is it similar to the exodus that happened on Facebook where people got fed up with Facebook and then they disappeared? Not really. I don't think that that was the case. I think less people had a massive exodus to, to this degree from Facebook. I think that at that time, what we saw because of the role that Facebook played on the election and disinformation on the platform became an issue, but it was like a sort of a, like a, I don't know how to grab a hold of it. It was kind of a little bit more inside baseball. There were, you know, even those, those documentaries that came out about how Facebook influenced all of this stuff. Like there was so much about that. But the thing is that as much as Facebook itself is what it is, Mark Zuckerberg is not. He's not Elon. He's not Elon. He's not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. He's nicer, I guess. I, I, that's the only way that I no, can say he's he, a little more professional. He's a little. That's it. AKA he's a little more professional. Robotic. Correct. No, he is a little bit more on the... He's a lot more professional than Elon. Elon... And he started way back, and this is his baby. Like, So it's Zuckerberg's baby. He's not going right. to rip it to shreds, right? Right, right, And right. so right they now... They just made mistakes, but it's right. not the same as like imploding what you've purchased. Exactly. Yeah. And so Elon's coming at it from the perspective of being like taking over. Now, here's the thing where I... I really don't think that Elon is doing it on purpose in the sense that he wants to be, he utterly wants to harm it. I think that he is in a very hard financial position where he has to make billions of dollars fast because he's got lots of creditors, lots of, like he owes now so so much money that he needs immediately to start to make some money. Did you know I heard over the weekend that Twitter loses a million dollars a day running? I didn't. 
Well, maybe not anymore because he did fire 50% of everybody working there. Yeah, but then he had to beg them to come back. and Not like... all of them, just a few, right? So he's still like the, the, and then he just like let go of a lot of folks who were there like as independent contractors. They didn't even get a letter. He, they just like, he just fired everybody. So in terms of having to pay out all of that stuff, there's that. So I think that there's a lot of stuff happening in there where, I don't know. I'm standing back and I'm watching. I do feel that this is fundamentally shifting what social media means. Mm-hmm. And this is my my internal like sort of energy sense, sense thing. It's making a lot of people really question the importance of social media in their lives. Mm-hmm. So Twitter has put them up against the wall, if you will, or has given him or or made people start to think of the option of why am I even on these platforms in the first place? Like to really right. question themselves. Right. And so there is, when I say even a mass exodus of Twitter, I venture to say that there's a lot of people who are now really, truly looking at social media and how it's impacting their everyday life and choosing to not participate in the same way because they've seen that there's a lot of negativity and a lot of wasted time and a lot of weird behaviors that they had been doing because they were getting this instant or constant dopamine hit when it didn't really have that much meaning for them. So... That's my thought about it. I know that for me, that's definitely the truth. And this is the very first time where I've kind of thought about it from the perspective of truly, not just like, you know, because you've heard me, me wanting to quit everything all the time. This is not a new, this is not an idea. This is not a new idea, but this is actually the very first time where it's not me making a choice. It's sort of like, what if Twitter like literally could disappear in a week? Oh, my God, it would be terrible. And then what? Like, and and how is that going to impact my life? Right. Like that never was a thought before. Right. It was me wanting to quit all the I don't want to do social, but it's still there. Right. But this is like, what if it disappears? And then I kind of sat with that and I was like, who cares? Like, I literally was (laughs) like. I, don't I mean, care. I mean, those companies are going to care that have already spent. Let's just say you've already given them thirty thousand dollars for a campaign, and then they just disappear. Or like, what well, if you yeah. gave them thirty thousand dollars for a campaign, and then the next day, I mean, I I provided a link in our show notes for the best of the blue check debacle. Yeah, I did see that. Just I get Love it. posted a bunch of them this morning. That was they were hilarious. Yeah. Like somebody somebody verified themselves. As O.J. Simpson and then wrote, y'all, I'm not going to lie. I did that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> ah, it's so funny. I can't. I can't. I can't. There's a lot of really funny things, but it's it's not as funny when it's happening to you. Right. I mean, it's also right. not as funny when you're when it's costing you billions of dollars. And it also really shows you the power of bad leadership. And so, yes, of course, it's funny. You look at all of these tweets coming out from people and you're like, oh, my God, how can somebody not know that that's them? But it's like George W. Bush wrote, I miss killing Iraqis. And then Tony Blair comments, same TBH. Yeah, (laughs) it's too much. I know that it's I get it. But at the same time, it's like, think about there's a lot of folks out there who don't know that that's 
fake? Fake. I know. That's what makes it funnier. Not when it's you, though, right? Because that's the, it's like not OJ? happening for you. Like, no, you no, know? no, not on OJ. I'm saying for people, like, if it was somebody picking up some she, po- she podcast handle and pretending to be she podcast and tweeting all kinds of things that were absolutely against what we stand for, and they wouldn't know the difference, and then we get in trouble, and people don't want to attend the conference anymore. Would you be laughing about that? It would be funny. Why are you trying to give people ideas, Elsie? I'm not giving people. I'm saying this is a thing that businesses need to be thinking about it. The trust and safety person is gone. They quit. There is no way. So I get it. I totally get that. It's funny, but it is funny. It's incredibly harmful for a lot of people. Okay, fine. Jenny says, as a group that does advocacy on Twitter, the connections I've made and the things I have learned for advocates around the world, I don't know what would fill this space. Well, so that was my next question, which was, let's say it does implode. What would take the place? Everything else is so visual. This is so, the only one that is like news and information over visual and aesthetic and everything else. My question actually is way above that. Why do you have to find an equivalent? I get how Jenny has come into and found these connections. And and, and yes, you're right. You cannot replicate that. But the whole point is that you're not going to clone. Like the problem that I see right now happening is that people want to clone Twitter and just have it be somewhere else. That's not going to happen. No. Because there's no other place where like people... You know, it's kind of like what Jenny said, but I mean, also I found that Twitter is the best for most, for a lot of people, it's the best way to connect with media and journalists directly. You are correct. Yes. And this so is how true. the hell are people going to do that and become, you know, and like have their news stuff be seen if there's no way to, it's just a mess. Yeah. I actually think what Patrick is bringing out, like websites will be important again. Go there for your news. I always think. I would love that, but that doesn't. There's no interaction there, though. I also think RSS feed readers are important. And I think that that's that's something that a lot of people have not used. That said, though, I have been testing Mastodon. I've been on Mastodon. I've been I've been on Mastodon now for like a couple of weeks, like hardcore as in like engaged. Mm -hmm. Um, I opened up a Mastodon account in April 2021. And the first time that I went in there, I was like, I don't know where I am. This is really weird and scary and I don't want to be here. I would come in once in a while to just like check things out, but I never engage. Like I, it was like maybe I, I tooted because that's how you, you toot on Mastodon. You're a toot. You toot. So I went in there <laughs> and I did that. And I've been really enjoying my time in Mastodon. Um, I have gotten a lot of information there too. And what you can see is that it's a completely different culture. It's a different place. It does have, it is, is you have a lot more like a, a lot of text. It's very text heavy, although you can have graphics and things like that as well. It is very it's got, it's a lot more complex than Twitter is. But again, Jess, we can't like go inside of another platform and literally want to have it be a duplicate because I think it's unfair, right? If like, if we were to use yet again, using our conference as a, an example, it would be incredibly unfair for somebody to attend She Podcast Live and go there and go, well, this isn't podcast movement. And you're like, uh, you would be right. <laughs> That's not it. 
This is not podcast movement. It's totally different. So that's kind of what people are doing is there's a mass exodus of people going into Mastodon and going like, but this is Twitter, Twitter. Right. And it's like, yeah, you're right. It's not. And it's not going to be. And it's not going to be exactly. But people are like, but, but how come you can't do this? And so it's, uh, you gotta get that out of your head and then just be where you are and figure out what's going on there. So I have gone Mastodon. I saw Cheryl was there. Um, <laughs> um, and, but, and I've been messing around with it. Is it worth going it. there already? Yes or no? Jess, you're going to have to spend time figuring it out. It's not an easy figure out. Was it worth it for you to go there? Or for is me? it not? Yeah. Oh yeah. I like it. Okay. I'm digging it. All right. But it's not an easy, it's can't, again, it's not an easy, like, I'm just going to get an account and drive all in. Like, there's a lot of figuring out of stuff to do. But I have done that. And I do feel that, I know, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> I tooted. I totally did it. Yeah. And look, and we've got here, I am so glad you've been on the Mastodons for ages. But this person already it. said that they canceled the bird and Facebook years ago and they've read like 40 novels ever since. <laughs> so well, I like, mean, it's true. It's like, there's so much more stuff to do. Like I can, like, I know. if there was one thing that I could is. change, it would be for me not to be on. So mind you, because mindfulness in certain communities is great, right? Being a part of a community and engaging in those places without it usurping your consciousness Mm -hmm. is a very empowering place to be. And I have to say, I would rather work on doing the type of, you know, event that I'm doing next Monday, everybody, November 21st. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm really wanting to do that kind of an event, which we'll be talking about here soonish. Yeah. And really crafting the idea and working on that and making sure that my content isn't just going out because I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to just start to teach publicly in tweets. Like, I feel that. What are you talking about? Who does that? No, I'm saying like, there's so many thought leaders. Like there's a dude that I follow on Twitter. Every single tweet. Oh, I know. They're 50,000 thread. I'm sick of those already. This is what I'm saying. And it's like, listen, And mind you, they are really informative. Like they're actually really good. I'm sure but they're delightful, but it's exhausting to it's read. It's exhausting. Exactly. It's exhausting. I don't even know. It's a lesson that you didn't weren't asking for and don't want. Right? Right. I think. And and I think that that's the point. And one of the things that Mastodon has is given me right now is the ability to, you know how we were talking about creation for its own sake? Yes. And how that joy, finding the joy in creating content. Like right now, I feel like if I go on Twitter, I have to be this like thought leader person. I must tweet important and interesting thoughts about podcasting. So that I remain a person of clout and dignity. Yes. Yes. Whereas over there, I feel like, you know, I posted, I've been posting a lot more stuff about stationary and I, (laughs) and just because I want to do that. I want to. And I posted pictures of mushrooms that I found while I was walking around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it just feels nice. I like that kind of stuff because the instance that I'm part of is an instance that is more, it's got a more chill vibe. Like, it's very much coffee and things. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. And there's a journalist 
instance where all the journos are there. It's like something journos and there's a social one and there's like all the different vibes. Did you make that word up, journos? You like it or you don't like it? I'm not sure. I just want to, I've never heard it before. So I'm assuming you made it up. I think I do like it actually. I did not make it up. It says journos in there. I think that's what they call themselves. If I'm wrong, please tell me. I'm not mad at it. I like it. All right. Yeah. So the journos. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't know. I'm curious as to what you all are thinking about, because there. here's the other thing, too. There's a lot of people, a lot of podcasters, especially mm-hmm. who are just not on Twitter. Like they're just not. No, I know. And I've been very much wanting to be one of those people for a long time. Yeah, but you kind of are, dude. I know. I'm not on there very much. And then when I do tweet. I get zero response. That's because you're not there. That's the whole point. It's like, but when you do post things on Facebook and stuff, you get a bunch of people engaging with you. So many. It's so much more fun on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is the bane of my existence. And I used to reserve that only for LinkedIn. But now I like LinkedIn better, which is really saying something, I must say. Yes, LinkedIn is actually really nice. I I enjoy LinkedIn. I'm enjoying it much more. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, Jessica, though, speaking of where have you been, though, or ha- yeah. you say like just went viral again. What is this? Can you tell so me what this stupid. is? I was going to show you on here because I don't know if I can do it justice by describing it. Well, you're going to have to describe it for our folks who happen to be listening to us. You're but right. we will you will show it if you want to show it, please show it. And then we can talk about it. It's okay. We have to do both. We have to do both. Okay. So there was a man, sometimes on my For You page. There was a man. Sometimes on my For You page, there are morons like anybody else. Wait, you have to talk about what social media? TikTok, sorry. So long ago in a galaxy far away, I went viral on TikTok because I had foxes living under my deck. Hold on. Let's pause. Foxes, people. Foxes mm. living under her deck. Okay, go Yes, ahead. as in nine of them and a mama. Foxes. Yes, If go you want to go on my TikTok and go back, back, back to the very first videos I posted, it's Jess Kupferman and there's foxes. <laughs> and then um, they moved away and I've not really done anything exciting on TikTok since because, you know, who wants to see me when there's a family of foxes? But... Lately, there's been some morons on my FYP, my For You page in TikTok. And I decide there was this guy who posted a picture of his four daughters leaving for school. And he goes, goodbye, guys. Have a nice day. And then he goes back on and he goes, I didn't wake them up. I didn't set their alarm clock. I didn't pour the cereal. I didn't brush their hair. I didn't tell them to brush their teeth. I did nothing. Basically, he was just listing all the shit he didn't have to remind them to do because they're because whatever, they're self-starters or something like that. And uh-huh. I couldn't help but think, no, they're daughters. Because my daughter was perfectly capable of doing this. Even when she was sick, she had mono for a year or so. We didn't know. And she would still get her ass up and go to school. My sons, on the other hand, have to be woken every day. And they will still wait until the very last second and then dash out the door. My Well, no, you can't generalize that because my kids but are I not did. like that at all but i did do that i did okay. generalize all right. you did do it so okay. on the p- video i just wrote i can't help but notice they're all girls just saying 
And then for whatever reason, it has now had like 300,000 views and thousands of comments and thousand 44 people have shared it and it has gone completely viral. And I didn't say a word on it. I duet the guy and just nod my head like this. That's it. I said <gasps> nothing. What? Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. So I'm super confused because you mean you watch this dad. Do the video. Right, he did the video. Mm -hmm. And then you did the duet thing. I did the duet. So it's a split screen just like this where he's on one side talking and I'm on the other side. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And then all you do was do this. All I did was like where was as he's talking, I'm making faces like, oh, really? Really? That's all you did? You're kind of a dick. And um I said nothing. And then where was the language? Where was the I can't It was over top the okay. duet. So like there's a little spot there where you can add your own like commentary. And okay. all I said was I can't help but notice they're just dark. And people in the comments, they're not even they don't even care what I wrote. Half of them are talking about how they were raised the same way and it was great. Some of them are talking about how they were raised the same way and now they're procrastinators so, or, you know, are dying for attention from their parents. Some of them are chewing him out for being a shitty parent. But regardless, it has nothing to do with me. But it's still one of my <laughs> it's my viral video now because I duetted this putz. It is unbelievable. I once again, I've gone viral for doing nothing, nothing, nothing regarding myself. Second time. I can't believe it. Not, And I mean, it's not like it's getting me anything. It's not. It is getting me absolutely nothing. I mean, I'll tell you what it has gotten me. I have been able to join the TikTok creator fund. Oh, yay. Because you have to have X amount of followers and have X amount of views in the last 30 days. So now that I've had over 100,000 views in the last 30 days, I can join the TikTok fund. Does that mean they're going to give me any money? No, most likely not. Probably not. But if I can duet some other asshole... If I can keep doing it and just like do at other people's viral content, maybe it could be a career. Who knows? Well, I would not like discount that because think about the output for that. Meaning you literally just had to figure out how to do it and then go like, like you could literally just react with your face. There's one guy out and there. You're done. This is the best thing. I don't remember his name, but there's one guy out there who just duets people and posts a picture of himself doing this. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're listening and not watching, it's a it's a literal picture of him looking shocked. But like it's shocked. a picture. He's not blinking. He's not moving. But he just look. He's got huge wide eyes, and his mouth is dropped open, and he's looking to the left. Because that's where the duet is, right? So it's clear that he's, quote, watching the other person. Thousands and millions of followers and views. He does nothing. Literally nothing. It's. I think you need to do that, Jess. I think you need to just like look to the side and like go like this. Yeah. And then just do that, right? Look one way. Look at the camera. You're done. You're (laughs) And then, yeah, hand, hand, like you're be done. You, it's insane. It's insane, insane, insane. Well, congratulations insane. to you on your virality. Thank you. My virality. Was that a word? I don't know. Is that a word, virality? I think it is. Is it? Maybe I'm just virile. That's different. Virality. Bye. I think it is.
A virality is a word, the tendency of an image, video, or piece of information to be circulated rapidly and widely from one internet user to another. Thank you, Elsie. The quality of, or fact, of being viral. If you make money doing that, why would you not do it? Molly's saying that's literally what people are doing right now. He's the number one creator on TikTok. Yes, that dude. I mean... Staring off into the distance and just picking viral videos to duet with his own picture. Like, why would you not do that? Why would you not do? The question is just, why would you not do that? You already. Because I'm busy. I'm a busy person. But that took you how much long? I guess you have to. One minute less than because I didn't even do the whole video. Yeah. You have to be on the platform to find the appropriate video. But I think anything that triggers your wrath or. Roll eyes. Anything that triggers your you rolling your eyes is something you need to do yeah. a video on. Anything yeah. that you're like, oh, call. like, you know, morning routines. Yeah, right. Or like, you know. Oh, totally. The ladies in the bikinis and some far off Yeah, land. what about that chick who tried on something and it was basically like vaginal floss? What? Or oh, you Remember mean the little It was outfit? a bathing suit this last summer that was like. Oh, yeah. And then the butt. Or was that, that's the one that you sent me. The, you sent me one with the woman with the gigantic butt. Did you not? Where she has yes, this that's huge a whole different butt. Girl. Oh, okay. I know. And I need to know if those butts are real. I mean, I'm assuming they're not. But then it's like, how do you sit down? How do you sit down? Now we're getting distracted. <laughs> it's one thing if the whole of you is large and you have a butt, then you can sit down because it's like, you know, your arms are large, your back is large, your belly's large, your boobs are large. It makes sense. But to have the butt of a 400 pound woman and then the rest of you be like 100 pounds is so bizarre looking to me. Yeah, I can. I find it impossible to believe that men or other women want a skinny woman with the butt that's like another planet size. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. I'm not judging. Do what makes you happy. I'm interested in the psychology of it, not like the, oh my God, why would you do that? Oh my God, she has such a big butt. I don't care about that. But why though? Why? 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 Maybe that's like a thing. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've ever craved any part of my body be not what it is. Except, you know, (laughs) Except for your boobs. I don't. I per- I'm saying I even like- if you even if you don't have a butt or boobs, you still don't want them to be their own zip code. though. Yes, I don't. I would not want that. Can you imagine having to walk through the like the airplane aisle? No. Like That's you would a- have to be like you knocking everyone in the face. You have to go sideways. And even that you're going to have to be like shade your face. Yeah. butt's coming through. And it's so close to the, because with the big boobs, you're not, you're going to be up, right? But with a big butt, it's like right at people's eye level. It's a problem. Yeah. It's already a problem if you're even remotely fluffy. It's a problem. Yes. You know, like it's already a problem. Like I can't sit in a middle seat because I'll just be hugged by everyone. (laughs) And it's horrible. Yeah, this is not good. This is not good. I'm sorry. Do we have anything left to discuss? Do you think that I can talk about my event? Yeah, that's what I was saying. First, I want to tell I want you to tell everyone what you're doing this coming up. Yes. On November 21st, people, so this episode is going to be going live on Friday, the 19th, uh 18th. And so <laughs> um I'm doing an all-day event, which is not really all day. It's just broken down into three little bits um through um Monday. 
on Monday, November 21st. And it is all about podcast planning. But mind you, it's podcast planning, Elsie style. Okay. Podcast planning, Elsie style, which means there's going to be all kinds of interesting things happening in there. And it's not just going to be doing the one thing. So you can get all of the information for this. If you go to all takes, and that is one word, all takes, A-L-L-T-A-K-E-S.com slash she podcasts. And then there is a little place there where you can actually tap through to an event that you can see it. It is $60 for the whole day split into those three sessions. And I've broken it down into what you have to, like the way that I teach the end of the year stuff, anybody who has done the e-league with me has gone through this process so that you know what's going on. But usually I do a what's left to do in the year, what you have uh, looking back at 2022. And then there's a planning thing as in like for the rest of 2023 or at least getting a hold of like Q1. There's going to be a lot of actual planning during this time, meaning you're going to be doing the planning with me and it is a live event. So I'm keeping it kind of not very many people. How do you say it? Just go ahead. You say the word. I was going to say on the down low, but it's not really on the down low. I mean, you can purchase it and it will be fine. But yeah, it is literally just for a few people. Our members, people who are part of the She Podcast membership, this is free for you. We are going to send as a team the code to get access to this for free. Now, if you do want to do this, you really have to commit to being there in real life. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing that's going to say yay or nay to a lot of people. You have to commit. And so I don't want you to just sign up. And just do it because you want to just sign up. You have to sign up and commit to showing up. Even if it's just one of the workshops during that day, there's like a one and a half hour. It's 90 minutes, 90 minutes and a two hour session on November 21st. Um, Again, real life. I need you to be there in real life. So it's going to be chill lots of communication within one in one another. And this mm-hmm. was really actually inspired by not only my work in the E-League and the stuff that I've been doing every year for the past, like almost four years, maybe five years. I do this process every single end of the year. This time is it's actually even more informed by what I have experienced through the journaling community, which is called Techokaigi. Mm-hmm. And Techo means essentially planner and kaigi means meeting in Japanese. And so this is part of what the journaling community does at the end of the year, where they just kind of like sit down and they, they have a meeting with their planners, which I think Mm -hmm. is hilarious. And so they just so cool. It's very cute idea, I think. Yeah. And so like you sit down and you go through your stuff and then you kind of like discern what worked, what didn't work, what you want to change and all that stuff. And it's super low key and it's very connected. So I hope to have you guys attend there. And again, it's $60 for the whole thing. There may or may not be a recording, but I'm not guaranteeing it because this is, uh, you got to show up. You got to show up. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. So I hope that you came. That would be amazing. Yes, darling. That is it. Okay, everybody, 
Okay. All right. Okay. All, all right, right. So now what is, what is next? Jess, we're going to say a little thankfulness before we take off. I think we should. Yeah. Why not? Oh, look, Lena is there. She's, she's done my thing. Look, she said, Elsie's end of the year planning is it. So yes, again, if you're part of our membership, this is free for you. Just, I just want to reiterate that. Don't go ahead and grab it right now. You're going to get an email and it's going to give you free access with the code. For anybody who is not part of the She Podcast membership, it's $60 for the whole day. Okay? That's it. Okay. 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 What are we thankful for? Okay. It's tough to say. <laughs> but I think I am thankful for, I mean, it's been difficult lately. I'm thankful for my family. Are we only talking about podcasting stuff? I no. am thankful. I'm thankful for you, Elsie Escobar. <gasps> I am thankful for the people who come and watch us live because it makes podcasting even more fun than it was before. And I didn't even know that was possible. But it is really fun when people show up and chit chat with us. I love it so much. Don't you? It's so fun. Yes. This is actually a much it's yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I already love doing it, but now I love doing it with you and other people. It's great. I am thankful for my new office and being able to record where three-fourths of the walls are windows, even though it's not the light that I expected. It is still pretty out here and fun to look at the outside. As you are slowly darkening yourself. Fading out. I have like light on. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> I am thankful for our upcoming event and the fact that I was able to postpone it until June. And actually, I do want to say that if you're not on our email list, you should get on it. Go to shepodcast.com slash join the community because by the time you listen to this, tickets should be back on sale for She Podcast Live. So you can go to shepodcastlive.com, check it out. We've added a bunch of new payment options, including day passes. Um, so check that out so you can join us in Washington, D.C. I'm very grateful that we were able to move it to June. And I'm excited about the wardrobe, a summer wardrobe, and being able to do it like in the summer when it's going to be pretty in Washington and there hopefully won't be a chance of rain. What else? I'm grateful for the industry getting some real up and coming like teachers, consultants, editors, producers. Like I'm starting to see that grow, but in a nice way. I see people that are teaching that I really think are smart and interesting. And I appreciate that. Um, and I'm happy for our industry in that way. And I'm excited about, I'm really thankful that I have a staff, a creative staff who's passionate about She Podcast because we are going to do some fun ass shit next year. Y'all got no idea. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I even got Southern. So that's what I'm thankful for. And now, vous, madame. Oh my God, vous, madame. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, as a whole, I'm thankful for reconnecting with journaling, with stationery, with all of the analog stuff that I've loved for Aww, so long. Oh, that's so nice. I I'm that. kind of super thankful about that. And I think that you were a big part of that without Moi? you even wanting to do it. No, I don't think you I did it on purpose. <laughs> but I think it's it's when you, you know, when you first, it was like I was already, I was feeling a little something, like something inside of me where I was feeling a little like, 
um, I needed to reconnect somehow. And then you got me that subscription to the event agenda thing. And it sort of triggered all kinds of really wonderful love that I had, that I had put away. Like I had completely forgotten, you know, with, in terms of the, at least, you know, the ADHD brain, it's like out of sight, out of mind. There's so many things that if you, that's why we like those see-through things to put away stuff because yeah, if totally. we put it in a place where it's never going to see the light of day, it is essentially gone. And mm-hmm. so I had done that with a lot of my journals. And then when I got those pens, I was just like, I was really in love with the simplicity of the joy that I felt just by writing, like just by writing something, like mm-hmm. looking at it and looking at the ink and getting so excited. And so that to me was really wonderful. Oh, because of the pens. Yeah, of course. Because right? of the pens and the pencils and things. So I was really yeah. excited by that. Now, with, the, with this stuff too, like this is probably, I think this is our second year doing live broadcasting like this that we've been doing like this and I think that it it has brought a lot to I think us and our connection to our people and I enjoy it a lot I think that it's really helped me be better at doing things and and being able to show up consistently there's always something really wonderful that happens when we get folks connecting with us in this way and it's it's lovely I love that I'm very thankful for being able to be to have like this camera because I think I got it this year. Yes. And I think you did. I really like it. I, I think it's great. I think it's really up leveled a lot of the production in terms of video, feeling more comfortable on video. That's been really lovely and amazing. And I think Good. that the Lipson team has been doing some really great stuff in terms of YouTube stuff. And I'm really thankful for those folks there. And especially Brian, who is our video editor, who is, just been really great at being able to help us create a lot of wonderful content, which has made me feel better about creating a lot of content, a lot of live stuff, a lot of the workshops that I love to teach. I've been able to do that. And that's been awesome. Yay. I'm really thankful that this show is still going <laughs> because this show. Yeah. Cause I just like, aren't you amazed? It's the best. I'm, I'm sort of amazed. And I mean, I'm not saying that it's, I think I'm amazed because like, I don't think that there's any way to replicate what we do. I mean, I'm, I like to have co-hosts come in and, and once in a while and do stuff. But I think that there's something super special about how we do the show and just the chemistry that you and I have. That's really hard to replicate and whatever joy we bring to people who are listening to us. We are super, super thankful for that. But in all honesty, I think that this has become, for me, just a really important part just because I get a chance to just be and talk with you. Like, there's something really special about... I agree. Because I do other shows too. I do all kinds of content as well. I've produced Mm -hmm. other episodes for other podcasts and nothing feels like it feels like when you're here with me. So I I don't know what to do with that. It's good. Yeah, it's a good thing. No, I know. I I know it's a good thing. But I'm just saying that what I say is like, I don't know what to do with that is in like when people are like, I'm looking for a co-host or what do you like to do a co-hosted show or but like, there's something that happens sometimes with some people where you know, I don't know, it's like it's a recipe that you don't really have all of the ingredients for and you know, it doesn't matter if somebody's like, you need to have this type of a thing. It's maybe not going to 
do that for you. Sorry. I will say this. So, I know that every time you get a, like you get very good guests and you have super interesting conversations with people other than me. And I'm not jealous. I think it's amazing and super fun. But I do notice that every time the show after that, you're always so grateful for me. You always show all this appreciation for me. Like when you, when we come back and I mean, I'm not complaining at all. I love it. I love it. Cause I do think our chemistry is special. And also, I mean, our friendship is special, so it's nice, but like, you're always just like, I can always just tell you missed me. It's a positive experience, but I always feel like you're like, Oh, Jessica. Doing the show with you is so much fun. Well, I think that part of it is that there's a lot more fun around our making our show versus the work yeah, that goes into getting done. like even just getting a guest just is a lot of work. Like it I know is. that you know this and getting them ready and everything. Yes. And so then it becomes like, oh, my God, I have to prepare. There's like a whole extra thing. So I was thinking like, oh, no, what if I had to get guests? And just couldn't do it for like X amount of time. I was like, it's true. I don't know if I could do it. Like, I honestly was thinking, I'm like, I would like to do it. Meaning I would like to have different voices come in and we can continue on. Like that's a possibility, but I don't know if I want to do that. That's like a lot of extra work that I don't want to deal. Like the having to make sure that they're on mic properly, the stress of them dropping out, making them feel comfortable, being super prepared so it doesn't feel like they're wasting their time. Like every time you and I come on, <laughs> it's like, who cares? <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> so it feels good. It's you know? true. We can talk about whatever we want. Yes. We can do and, you, whatever and here's we want. the other thing. I feel like if you start a conversation, I can go with that. If I start a conversation, you can go with that. If it's in the show notes, great. If it's not in the show notes, great. great. So it's like, there's a, we go back and forth, right? And it right. doesn't feel like you must do these things in order for the show to go. Right. So, right. No, it's very laid back. Is that me or is that you or is it both of us? You think? I think it's like me. When I think here's here's how I'm going to say is me because you made me submit to the energy mm -hmm. of le letting go <laughs> of not having. You know what I mean? So it's like that's I let go because I was and I still am with other things very much like it has to go like this. We got to do the thing. It has to start like this. We it's almost cover the like I stuff. beat you into submission. Yes, that's the what I was trying. That's kind of what I was trying to say, but I didn't. It's funny. I didn't have the right words. But but yeah, it kind of is like that where you kind of like have to stop fighting what it's not. Yeah. Or it's what it's never going to be. And so, and not in a bad way. I'm oh just God. saying. I think I've turned you into Scott. I beat both of you into submission. I think well, both of you, I'm just like, hey, you know what? I'm just not going to do the shit you want. So <laughs> so you're going to have to deal with it. Sorry. And then the only thing is that once in a while, I'll be like, we really have to talk about these things. Okay. And then you're mm -hmm. just like, all right. But most of the time, I'm just like, you know, I got to just let go of whatever that is that I had. And whatever idea I had, I got to let it go. <laughs> Correct. Correcto mundo. So there you have it's it. It's hilarious, though. It's but. both delightful and hilarious. <laughs>
Oh my goodness. So those are some things that I'm grateful for. I'm sure I have so Yay. many more things, especially, you know, all the family stuff and being able to see my kids and be with them and all of that stuff, which is really lovely. Always. It is lovely to see them. and delightful. And delightful. Children are delightful. My little quirky kids. They're very cute. Yes. So, yes, I Let's love Let's make them. sure that... Oh, my God. One other thing that I'm really thankful for. I'm going to go visit my parents at the beginning of December. <gasps> and this is amazing. I thought that was May. You changed it well, again, right? In May. We're going in May mm-hmm. as a family. Okay. But I'm flying mm-hmm. to see my parents in December, which is why... I think I told you this already. I've put it onto the She Podcast thing. I'm gone, dude. I am gone from like December 1st to like the 6th. So I, I'm going to be recording. You are the you are the only thing that I'm record, doing during that time because I'm taking time honored. off from Lipson. I feel honored for that. Thank so, you. Uh, uh, I got brought um, food. Yay. Maybe you'll see my mom. I would love for your mom to come on our podcast. Are you How serious? How cool would that be? Seriously, it would could be that, amazing. Could you guys are going to love Elsie's mom. It's two Elsies. It is two Elsies. That's true. But I just, Elsie. she doesn't mind if I just call her mom. Thank no. God. She, I might be able to bring her on the show. How fun would that be? <laughs> Promise so, me you'll do that. We'll I'll try see. not yeah, to, yeah. I'll try not to mention any words for vagina. <laughs> Which I could not have promised before, sadly. Oh, my God. Because, see, if my mom's there, it's one thing. If my dad's there, then. Oh, no. Jess, you are like. I have to behave for the dad. I know. I know. There's no question about it. It'll happen. But we'll see. But anyway, who knows? That would be yeah. really fun. So that might be it happening. Be. Yay. Um, How exciting. In um, December, our December Yay. 5th, the day that we record on December 5th is when my mom might be around. So. That would be great. Oh my God, look at you. Okay, we're gonna we gotta shut it down, y'all. We gotta shut it down. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcast. Oh and, my mom oh, is there. there. She is. Hi mom. I knew it. Hi, she always watched to watch. Hi mom. Um Thank you guys so much for listening and watching She Podcasts. If you want to get the links from today, please go to ShePodcast.com and get our links from the show notes. You can also sign up for the new event in June. ShePodcastLive.com. Please sign up for Elsie's Tycho Gika. <laughs> I knew what it was this morning. Podcast Tygy, but it's podcast planning. It's just podcast planning, folks. Sign up for her podcast end of the planning. year podcast planner extravaganza. It's a link in the show notes. Link in the show notes, but it's alltakes.com slash ShePodcast slash planning. Um, so please sign up for that. It will be totally worth your while. She's the master of planners and programming and stuff like that and also it'll be really nice and it'll be very like cleansing so it'll be great you can also find us on all of the social at shepodcast.com twitter for the moment facebook instagram tiktok pinterest as well Um, and thank you so much we love talking to you and having you talk to us and we love seeing you when you watch us live and love you mean it Oh my god. <laughs> Bye. That was so extra. <laughs>